Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the show. My name is Scott. And my name is Jeremiah. And we are back. Uh, episode... 153. 153. Uh, is that prime? Is that anything? No, I'm pretty sure it's not because, let's see, you would have uh, 15 is divisible by 3 and so is 3, so no. Okay, there we go. There's there's fi- the math 50, 51 right there, probably. 51 times 3 is 153. All right, well, thank you everyone for tuning back in for yet another week of Lost Stone Podcast. Uh, those of you on Tune In, make sure to uh, subscribe on iTunes and leave us five-star reviews. Uh, that actually goes for everyone. We read them on air. Last week we had three. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who left us five-star reviews last week. We will be reading them weekly as we get them. So head on over to iTunes. Uh, honestly, part of the fun of this is whatever you write, we will read. So you could write down fucked up rap lyrics, uh, Nicolas Cage quotes, uh, just shitty stuff. I, do do Nicolas yeah. Cage quotes like work without Nicolas Cage behind them? Because it's just like... They're just probably normal. Like, if you read a script that Nicolas Cage has been in, uh, or a movie that he's been in, like, it probably sounds normal, but then you get Nicolas Cage reading it, and it's like... So if you do, let us know so we know to read it like Nicolas Cage. Sure, I mean... Did Leave you, special did, instructions. Did, did you hear about Nicolas Cage this past weekend? No, I did not. Uh, caged four, I want to say. Might be five. Caged four or five happened this past weekend. It's a uh, nonstop Nicolas Cage film festival. Oh, God And they, they invite Nicolas Cage every year to attend, and he never has until this year. And he actually came, he got on the stage, and he read Edgar Allan Poe, The Telltale Heart, on stage. Fuck and yeah. basically had a nuclear meltdown. <laughs> he read it with bravado that would make fucking Edwin die he, again. He read it like he reads any table read oh, he, for any he was, script. He was screaming by the end of it. Which, like, to- parts that don't make any sense. He just screams them. He's <laughs> he like, screaming I want at the scream. calm parts and, yeah. like, being <laughs> solemn at the busy parts. Yeah. yeah, man, that's an artist. No, but um, you can make sure to leave us a uh, review on iTunes. You'll definitely get read on the air. Uh, five stars are the reviews we will read. If it's less than five stars, we will dig your grave and find you later. Good. So, um, after that, uh, Patreon, uh, last bit of housekeeping we need to get out of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon is our uh, behind-the-scenes show. We have a new podcast called Lost and Found. It can be found behind the Patreon paywall. Uh, for $3 a month, you get that show. And if you pay a little more, up to 5 you get our new commentary series, which is a fan-picked movie of the month that Jared and I read commentary to. Yeah, or just talk um, through. But, you know, but it, it, hilariously. Exactly. We and did, it, did Freddy Got Finger this last time, and not only did we do that, but we actually got an awesome shout-out slash uh, retweet slash tweeted at, uh, pretty, while doing it, actually, while recording it, yeah. by Tom Green himself. Yeah, Tom when Green, star we, we, Freddy we, Got Fingered. And we'll, we, we decided after doing that, that depending on the movie, assuming people are still alive in it and we can tweet at that person, we're going to try to get that kind of thing going for each of those commentaries. We yeah, can, the, like, we can give it a shot. It doesn't hurt. We tweeted at Tom Green, he tweeted back at us, and it worked. Yep, and uh, actually, we're recording this on Monday. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll be hearing it later in the week, but uh, Mondays will be the day that we put... uh, Actually, what would it be? The first Monday of each month, we'll be putting up our uh, initial thread for Pick Our Next Commentary. And what it does is it runs for a week. You guys get to name any movie you want us to commentary on. Jer and I then pick the four we like. He picks two and I pick two. Yeah, yeah. And then we put it up as a poll, and you on our Facebook fan group, if you're not a member, please ask to join. It's a private group. We will let you in. Yeah, if well, we, absolutely. If, if you we, want to be uh, in. We like you. Yep. 
We have to like you. We, we, we have to like you, and we'll we'll vet you. Actually, we'll probably let everyone in, but... Um, I don't have time to vet people. But regardless, uh, we put it up to you, then, to vote on the last four, and last month, the winner was Freddie Got Fingered. We had yep. Tom Green pipe in. He by answered vote, our questions yep. by one vote. Over Flight of the Navigator? By, by a finger. By one little tiny... By one tiny finger. Butthole-sized finger. So, uh, Which, yeah, for the, me, is a fist. <laughs> My butthole's large. <laughs> prolapse. Beep, 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 de- 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 prolapse. This is the prolapse segment. We don't actually have one of those. Didn't no, you no, but I think we have a theme song now for future ones. <laughs> for prolapse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah later tonight, uh, as of the ending of this recording, we'll be putting up our mega thread for that on our fan group. And you guys can spend one week, which... By the time you hear this, actually, is almost a day out. It's almost over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Regardless, our timing's horrible. But you know what? That doesn't matter. We have a show to get on to, and I'm sure you're sick of hearing us sell stuff. Except for the fact that I do want to know if anybody out there has ever Googled time-lapse prolapse, because I never have, and I bet it is disgusting but amazing. So uh, Speaking of disgusting and amazing, we forgot to actually shout out our two newest Patreon subscribers. Oh, good God. We were going to do that. Yeah. Lacey Northrup and Jason Northrup, thank you very much for becoming subscribers to our Patreon. And we hope you like uh, last month's uh, Dingo Travel Droppings. Yes. And this coming month's, which should air soon. Yeah, we're uh, dropping two this week. We meet got the Northrops. Meet the Northrops. They are the subject of our, sort of, of our new uh, fake, I mean, real sitcom. Yeah, and they asked actually on, on, on our Facebook fan group if we did this to get them to join the Patreon. And um, uh, no. Yes and no. Uh, but, I mean, no, but yes. Wait uh, for next month where we figure out a new way to scam our friends. Andfriendscam.com. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So, yeah, we're going right into the show proper now, I think we Absolutely. got. Absolutely. So this is your to week Lacey, to start. Course, if you are a first-time listener, our format of our show is essentially, if we don't have an interview for this week or a series of skits and songs to play you to entertain your uh, your mind's delight, uh, Jer and I take turns each week starting with a topical news story and then traveling down the rabbit hole of Google based on search terms based on it. Yes. It can get weird, it can get boring, and sometimes we hit dead ends. I mean, the internet only goes so far. So, yes. Jer, you lead this week. Take care. Great. Thanks for that introduction, Scott. I'm going to tell you right now, no Google hole for me. Uh, All right, I moving on. <laughs> no, wait, now I... back to our next ad, Patreon. <laughs> it's where friends go to die. <laughs> scamming your friends, scamming your friends, trying to get them to pay for your things. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not like we're doing a lot. Like, we're, we're doing a lot of extra work. It's good. Uh, so anyway... No, no, it's not that I didn't have a Google hole. I just never made it out of the first part. One of the beauties of a Google hole is sometimes you end up so far deep and so far away, and sometimes you love the first layer that you just get stuck in that first layer. So that's what happened this time around. Um, let me first actually note the uh, the first couple of things. Usually these Google holes start with like a more recent story. Absolutely. And you, a topical that news kinda, story. Yeah, kind of like something like one of our web droppings from – from yesterday. From, from back in the day when we used to do a full web dropping show. We start with a web dropping and uh, I was on the Reddit and the way I was going through this, I usually look at my weird news, didn't find anything really weird or crazy, so I go to my science multi-Reddit. Did you go to Not the Onion? That's part of my uh, weird news multi-Reddit, yes. Oh, I love it. Which is great. Like, and they had a lot of great stories and a lot of great web droppings, but nothing that really piqued my interest um, for a full-on web dropping. I mean, for, for full-on Google hole. Um, I wish we were talking about porn right now. Because say, you got something to say. I can that, see it that, on your face. What? Is my face that readable? Your, Kelly says your that. Face, my wife says that all the time. That I express. Your face behind it was like, I got some porn shit to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and also because you got your dick in your hand. I mean, it's they come naturally I, together. Yeah. But just, no, but like the weird thing is it's nowhere near your body. You're literally just waving your dick 
over your head right now, like an old man with a crutch. Thank like, you for the segue. Yeah. This is our new sponsor, Dick in a Hand. If you need a dick in your hand, go to dickinahand.com. They send you a dick. Put it in your hand. It's a dick in a hand. Oh, so dick in your hand. As opposed I to like, I don't understand their business model or how we will make money off of them. Because <laughs> I don't think they're going to make money. But <laughs> no, I whatever. don't. But they've got dicks and hands, and I think that's all I gathered from all that. And I'm a fan with my dick in my hand. <laughs> I'm a fan, fan, fan with a dick in a hand. If you don't have a dick, but you got a hand, and you are a fan of dick in a hand, go to dickinahand.com. Go there. It's probably a real site. I mean, they give us dicks. <laughs> just get like a bucket of dicks these, every month. These feel like crime scene like <laughs> leftovers. Like these seem oddly real. Yeah, this one has Bobbit like written, like a tag on it. I don't know. This one I think belongs in evidence at some point. It says nah, just take your bucket of dicks. I think it's a joke. It says blob it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just one of those little carrot arrows that points to the L that somebody wrote above Bobbit. Oh. Anyway, so here we go. We have uh anyway, so I, I dug into um some scientific studies. The reason I did this is because on my science multi-reddit, it was like, here's a study, and it sounded kind of stupid, and here's another study, and it didn't sound stupid, but I was skeptical about it. And the first two I came across were, um, study affirms that cocaine makes users more likely to risk unsafe sex. And that was like a big fucking surprise to me. Like, yeah, of course it does. Like, that's money mean, spent on a study where you could literally just be like, yeah, probably. Are you saying habitual drug users have more STDs? Yeah, and not only that, they're they're more wild and crazy. They'll do wild and crazy things like be like condom schmondom. I'm gonna do it. In most studies, it says they have fun. <laughs> Actually, there was another study that uh, was like um, uh, people who have sex more and are drink more alcohol have much more fun than people who uh, have families and study and, and practice religion. That was another one down my re- my Google hole. Um, That's amazingly truthful. But again, like people, people spend money. People get grants to perform these studies. So it made me this one. The other one actually wasn't so much bullshit, but it was like I'm skeptical about studies. And study finds grapes um, will reduce, like eating two cups of grapes a day, or maybe it's just two grapes. I don't know. Uh, facts. Fuck it. Um, it doesn't what, matter. What it's are not, numbers? It's not. It's How not, do those work? <laughs> it's, it's not pertinent to the rest of the stuff. But my point is, is uh, apparently eating a certain amount of grapes per day reduces the risk of Alzheimer's, and that's that whole like correlation uh, causation, causation thing, where people are like, oh, maybe people who just eat a lot of grapes are actually just generally healthier and, and lead other lifestyle things, and there's a C point that doesn't get noticed there, so people try to make the connection A to B, whatever. Um, but anyway, so, and it's not that I don't think that's true. It could be true. You might want to just start eating grapes like crazy. But generally, I think those are ones I'm skeptical of. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to type in bullshit scientific studies because so many things are studied so stupidly. Um, and so that made, like, I dug into some unorthodox waste of time, just plain stupid studies that have been conducted in the We've name of science. We've covered a few of these probably. We have. Maybe not the ones you're actually no, going to no, talk not about. The ones but we've, 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 I came across some that we had talked about on the show. Yep. Definitely um, web droppings material from yeah. yesteryear. Yeah, because because these are like all over the place. Um, the first one I thought was interesting and said something about our culture. And apparently, uh, starting in 1950, uh, we started naming hurricanes. Yeah. And I didn't realize at first they were only named after women. Um, and it, it wasn't until the 1970s. The first, it's the first 26 that are named after women and the second 26 are named after men. It, it, and it wasn't until the 1970s that we started naming them after men. Um, but we know we In named, alphabetical order, we, that's where the number but we, 26 but, but comes But we name from. them after both now. Um, because but we do one batch, then the next batch, as far as I... Well, no, because we do like... Uh, we go do like Katrina was recent, and then after that it was like uh, Coral or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Coral. Coral. <laughs> coral. <laughs> 
Uh, he's obnoxious. Get back I, in the golf coral. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so anyway, so the researchers at the University of Illinois and Arizona State University examined six decades of hurricane death rates according to gender, spanning 1950 to 2012. Um, of the 47 most damaging hurricanes, the female-named hurricanes produced an average of 45 deaths compared to 23 deaths in male name stores or almost double the number of fatalities. Now, this is, they, they, these are real statisticians. They excluded Katrina and Audrey, which are outlier storms that they knew would skew the model because those are like, obviously, if you take Katrina and the death toll of Katrina, yeah. it would have completely obliterated all the males put together. Yes, yeah, statistically, um, they, they are... They're skewing results. Yes. yes, yes. So they took those right out because those would be outliers regardless. You take that, cl you cleanse the data, and you put it through. You're, you you look at it, and you have a great time. And uh, what what they, so this is what they determined. That, that that's just the bare bones of it. But really, what it is is the reason they think this happens is that people don't take the ones with female names as seriously. Are we? Are you serious? And they therefore don't prepare because they like oh. That's a woman. Like she's not gonna hurt me, right? She's a mothery kind of figure and all that kind of stuff. So they they, they Se are, seriously is this they they oh kind of they they God. they jump to a conclusion about that as opposed to just pure coincidence. But the reason they chalk it up to something other than coincidence is because of the double. If it was coincidence, it would be a factor. You know, uh, you know, maybe a ten percentage swing one way or another. But this is literally a hundred percent difference. Um, so they and then they started getting into how it could have something to do with the you know sexist nature. This is you know purely our named hurricanes that we're talking about. Um, so that was the first one that was interesting, but also at the end of it, I'm just like, like what are we spending money? What, what we're did, spending what did money we learn studying. from this? That statistically okay, well, something happened. Best case scenario, what we learn is, hey, surprise, we're sexist. Like there are so many things that point that out way more oh, than that. God. Like I don't know, Trump wage gap, wage gaps, Our pussy president. grabbing presidents. Maybe we don't need to study hurricanes and be like, "Yep, that solidified it." Trump's gonna come out and be like, "I didn't think sexism like existed." And uh, oh, and the ones named after black people, they, oh, uh, turns out there's more looting. Oh, uh, it turns out no, I guess we're just racist. Um, yeah, big surprise. America's sexist Absolutely. and racist, and white people rule, and even more so now. Um, oh, that was. Can I back up and say I didn't mean that like white people rule and more so <laughs> yeah. now. I I mean I meant that like uh, clearly white people are still in power. Uh, please everybody out there, not yeah, white people rule. We don't need to hear about this on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, that that was not meant that I don't way. Wanna, I don't want to make Steve Martin apologize for me. You know, because <laughs> that's our go-to now. Steve Martin has to apologize anytime any of us do dumb shit. Um, so then there's another one. This one I'm going to breeze right over because this was just the no shit one. Again, why are people studying this stuff? No shit. Did you know a healthy diet will help you live longer? They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars testing that. Moving wow. on. Moving on. Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> Here's the one I thought you might find interesting because this might say something about you. Um, are you talking about me or the listeners? I, I'm oh, I'm sorry. Confused. I'm pointing at Scott and you guys can't see. And actually a lot of our listeners too. We have a lot of geek listeners. We are a geek podcast. Okay. Even though we talk, we, we're not really like a geek geek podcast, but we're geeks. We don't and do we, geek we get... news because other shows do it better, like Nerdpocalypse. Exactly. Little absolutely. shout outs to yeah, the I mean, why, why, why do like it's, we do something that nobody else is necessarily doing exactly the way we're doing. Why try to, we're not going to try to one up people who are doing an awesome job. You know, Absolutely. Um, we just, once again, shout out to Nerdpocalypse. Yeah, they, if they, you like our show, go listen to their show. That being said, people and, at Nerdpocalypse and you, Scott, uh, are most likely narcissists. You know that, right? You mean we like ourselves? Isn't it 
good that to was, like oneself. This is such a narcissistic like like uh, opinion of what a narcissist means. Oh, <laughs> it means I just love myself. <laughs> We're, talk, we're talking about like the poisonous. So I proved your point. You're right. Move on. No, no, but no. This is actually interesting. And again, another one of these study things that I actually dug a little deeper into this one, which was interesting. It's uh, Star Wars and video game geeks more likely to be narcissists. Um, and I'm both. So let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep talking about me. Um, and like how this show's going so far. So, Oh, so far, so good. But uh, again, narcissist isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, you can oh, be a say, not. I don't know, a sociopath. Um, and the other thing you have to re- like really realize like how they came to this conclusion, which uh, you know again kind of points me out to this like statistically skewed bias about the people who create it, who probably aren't geeks, who. Th- make these stereotypical assumptions about how to determine if people are geeks. So I'll read you this. Psychologists examine the personality traits of those who turn to geek culture, quote unquote, developing a, what the uh, psychologists developed, a geek culture engagement scale and a geek identity scale to help identify and quantify the figures. Um, It was found that those who score highly on both scales were more likely to be narcissists. And the way they did this is they created a test that you can take online. You can actually find it. Um, I don't know if they tell you, like, you know how you score, but you don't know what it means. Um, but you can find the test itself that they gave to people in a psychological journal that I, uh, I have a link to. Um, and it has, a, subjects are scored on a scale of one to five, you know, like more likely, less likely, unlikely, I love uh, Star Wars. Uh, depending on how often they t- take part in activities such as LARP, live action role playing, um, Dungeons and Dragons, cosplaying, Puppetry? Uh, puppetry. <laughs> makes me think the people who wrote this, again, Don't have understand a very geek weird... Culture. Yeah, yeah. This was by psychologists who have never... They're nerds. That's different than geeks. Um, uh, robotics and enjoying things such as, especially video games and Star Wars. So things that are intellectually stimulating, creative, and outside the norm instantly make you a narcissist? No, 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 not at all. They they don't they don't judge, jump to that conclusion. That's In, what I'm curious about. Within the test, they also have a bunch of uh, people who... Uh, not, they have a bunch of questions relating to um, personality and psychological traits. And these are actual real psychological Good. evaluations. I was going to say, because the way that was so set up, a, it's like, no. you like the arts? You're a narcissist. No, no. And the way they... Are you they, a geek? And they didn't... They didn't I do have to say, I should have to say that they, uh, in defense of these psychologists, they didn't set out to find that out. So it's not biased that was their that way. finding. It was their finding. And the reason they did that is they wanted to actually... It was actually had more to do with clinical depression and stuff to find out if people who are, you know, nerds and geeks and stuff because of their lifestyle actually suffer more from um, depression that found, found out that they um, do show higher levels of neuroticism and non-clinical depression. Neuroticism is actually one of those. There are so many types of neuroticism. If anybody knows anything about psychology, there's it's there's tons of things. You could be a perfectionist and that's a type of neuroticism that's considered positive or whatever. Um, but it did turn out that the signs of narcissism ranked highly and in correlation with those that ranked high with people who are more geeky and that just and they're using star wars um and video games because those are the popular things they can latch on to but really means if you're more likely to play dungeons and dragons and stuff um and whatnot you're more likely the the geeky you are the more likely you are to be a narcissist doesn't mean you are one but the other thing but they also found that these are the people who are more likely to seek uh creative engagement inside every aspect of their life. There's a lot of positive things that came out of this study, but every headline pointed out the fact that, like, everybody who watches Star Wars is a narcissist. It was like a big... That's how headlines go. They tend to skew negative. It was like a bullying campaign they just started up. Um, Anyway, so... 
that got me, uh, you know, once again looking at more of. I wanted to find some more funny studies. Um, and uh, if if uh, let's see, we got a couple minutes here, so I'm gonna go into just rattling off some statistics of a study here that I found funny and I wouldn't say scary really. It's it's sort of expected. One in ten Americans think HTML. Hypertext markup language. People don't have to know what it stands for, but most people know HTML is sort of yeah. the language of the web. Computer language yeah. for the layman. One in ten Americans think HTML is an STD. I actually think that's pretty good, actually. One that only, in that, ten. That only one in ten. Only ten percent of our... That, that was like the headline to get people in, like, oh my God, because the people reading this on Reddit and these geek blogs all know what HTML is and yeah. think that's crazy. I think the fact that only one in ten of our culture, 50% of a culture believes we've only existed for like three to 6,000 years. Yeah, and 20% of Alabamans can't read above a fifth grade level. Yeah. And so the fact that, I mean, the fact that we're like a lot and of people know. that's from the Department of Education. That's actually a real statistic. We The fact that we know that one in 10 Americans think HTML is an STD was like positive to me. So I took a look deeper into the findings of this um, survey that they did. And here are some of the other funny ones. Um, and again, a lot of them are actually more uplifting. It sounds like, oh, crazy, this many people thought this, but it's actually like, oh, only this many people thought this. 77% um, of respondents could not identify what SEO means, which is not that surprising. That means search engine optimization. That's something that, unless you're in the buzzword community, I don't see why you would need to know what that means. Big deal. 27% identified gigabyte as an insect commonly found in South America. This was a multiple choice test. That wasn't just something everybody decided a gigabyte sounds like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I I think, like it was yoga. a hand boat. Because <laughs> honestly, I would, I would have a lot of faith in people if all of a sudden everybody's like, I think that sounds like an insect from South America. I'd be like, fuck, no, that's a great answer. But no, it was like, they were guessing. Multiple choice. 27% apparently guessed that, 27, uh, that it was an insect. 42% said they believed a motherboard, this is actually pretty high, 42%, almost half, said they believe a motherboard was the deck of a cruise ship. That's actually the board that makes up your computer, that makes it do everything. 23% uh, thought an MP3 was a Star Wars robot. Now, who do you think they were thinking of? MP3 CPO? R2 uh, R MP3? Could be. Any of those. Uh, Either way. BB8 point MP3? No, yeah. that, that one's reaching. In other words, yeah, any number numerical, yeah. In other words, too yeah. many weird droid names in, in uh, fucking Star Wars, people. 18% identified Blu-ray as a marine animal. Blu -ray. That's fucking... How many? Uh, 18%. 18% of one Americans. Out of, one out of five people, yeah. Can't identify the current leading format that's the in thing I was actually, viable movies. I mean, if they want to buy Fast and the Furious, the box set... And they see that there's a DVD and a Blu-ray version. They're going to be like, I don't own a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I would love to go to somebody's house and there's just a fish tank with a bunch of like Blu-rays. <laughs> and they're just feeding it. <laughs> just like, they're feeding the fucking special edition Lord of the Rings Fast box set. Fast Five always gets hungry at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings box set eats like a motherfucker. <laughs> that big old fat son of a bitch. Talking about Peter Jackson, I've grown to hate Peter Jackson since our buddy Bruce Bruce turned me off of him. That was the I got one more, and that said twelve percent said USB is the acronym for a European country. Not a big thing. That's twelve percent USB, USB for a European I mean, country. And I think, but I, w I was actually surprised about Blu-ray. United I, States of uh, oh, it whoa, could whoa, be whoa. USB, you, like you, United you, States of Bosnia or something. Yeah, exactly. Because all these European countries have United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's right, and you know. Yeah, I could get that one. That that honestly doesn't seem as dumb as other ones. Um, yeah, well, and the thing is, though, at first I I was with you with on Blu-ray, and then I'm like, no, actually, 
that's how dead physical media is because people honestly most people don't watch shit on blu-ray or dvd i didn't have something until i bought a, a video game system that even played a dvd for the last like five years and you bought the I, ps4 which now plays yeah, blu-rays exactly so i can play blu-rays and stuff and, and, and blu-ray is the only that. physical format i'll buy at this point unless it's well, it a makes rare sense, you can dvd watch something, or rare vhs and, and it's, it's it's really i mean the thing is though like if you want like great quality and stuff like that you want to watch it on blu-ray because even if you stream something in high def you're streaming something so compressed on netflix and stuff like that even if you have high speed internet it's going to be at the mercy of whatever is allowed to go through the internet pipes um because it's just a series of tubes anyway so that is the uh, end of my i'm going to save my game for another day because uh, i'm running out of time here and we have to actually get to our mid-show sponsor um which is Bambox, and literally we're just going to roll that ad to let you all know what it's all about Oh, Scott, it's you. Thank God. I've been all over space and time hoping to find you. I have terrible news about the future. You need to heed my very serious warnings very seriously. Oh, hey there. It's nice of you to stop in. Now, while I have you here, let me tell you a little bit about the BAM box. What's a BAM box? Can I eat it? In the future, all food is hoarded by the alien overlords who conquered Earth after we were weakened from the fallout from global warming. The BAM box is a mystery monthly subscription box full of hard-to-find collectibles, limited edition items, exclusives, and autographs. I don't know this word. Autograph? Is it something that we could uh, use, possibly, to prevent the eventual takeover? Bambox promises at least one autographed item in every box. Perhaps it's something consumable, then. Again, food is at a premium in the future. You must help. Last night, my wife and I ate dirt biscuits for dinner. One out of every ten boxes includes an extra autograph. She died later that night of dirt gout. Random boxes get one-up cards with upgraded items. For instance, I received a movie replica of the ring from Lord of the Rings that was upgraded from Sterling Silver version to a 14-karat gold version. The alien overlords have ensconced themselves in the entirety of Earth's gold supply. It pains me to look at it. If you've ever been to a big comic convention... I haven't, but I've heard good things. You know there are some really expensive, hard-to-find movie replicas available, as well as celebrities selling autographs. And other hard-to-find items. Oh, like, uh, like, like food, water, like uh, clothes I don't have to steal off of corpses. Subscribing to Bambox saves you all the hassle of traveling to one of the big conventions and waiting in line for hours, only to overpay for the geeky good merch you want. If you go to lostatomepodcast.com and click on the Bambox link at the top of the page, you can join a very exclusive club of very happy people. Happy? Past boxes have included a replica from Friday the 13th of the hockey mask worn by Jason Voorhees, autographed by the first actor to play him. Also, a full-size steel replica of the Batarang, replicas of both of the license plates from the DeLorean from the Backs of the Future series, autographed copies of Gen 13, Lady Death, as well as autographed prints by famous artists of interesting characters. Well, that all does sound pretty cool. I guess the future's future can wait then. Well, then if you're interested, head over to the lostatomepodcast.com and follow the Bambox link to their incredible site and make sure to use offer code LAH10 to get 10% off your first order. Well, maybe if all this Bambox stuff pans out, the future... It'll be a-okay. So, my turn, mm -hmm. I guess, at ye old web droppings slash yes. Google hole. Yep. Um, I started with a story this week 
about the Third Reich. Not the Third Reich. Not the Fourth Reich. I was wondering if, if I missed... Okay, I didn't mishear like, you. The fur, like fur, fur, like F-U-R. Like, we're talking about alt-right furries. Oh, Christ, really? Yep, I started this week with alt-right furries. It's if you don't like... Uh, yeah, like there's two more... Unlikable uh, yeah, groups. I know. I was gonna which say, is terrible because I don't the, hate furries. Well, necessarily. they are the lowest rung on the ladder of geekdom. They are. Well, cause, well, cause, like half of it's not even about geekdom. It's like they're dressing up. Like, it, it only is because they're dressing up as something that they're like, oh, it's geekdom, but it's not really. It's it's generally sexual, and and it's. I know we covered furries for a while. It's not always sexual, but fuck it, it is mostly. Um, so this is that plus Nazis. Yes, this I is... I mean, sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this came from uh, a very specific person, uh, Foxler Nightfire. Mm, nice. Sounds that like a, his name. That sounds like a very uh, self-given name. He is a 29-year-old male. Lives in his mother's basement. She loves Hitler. He's facing a torrent of online abuse oh, after no. po- posting a picture of himself dressed as a fox on social network. Wearing an armband with a swastika on it? It was an armband that was exactly the same as a Nazi I was joking. One, didn't realize it was going to be true, bud. But <laughs> instead of a swastika, it has a black paw print in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, first of all, if that was just like part of a movie or something, I'd be I'd be fucking laughing my ass off. That, but I know it represents something for this person. So. Well, he actually says it comes from the game Second Life, which is a very popular online okay. game where you literally live a life as some other person. So he doesn't hate Jews and stuff. And he says in the game, that's a thing you can buy, purchase, alter, make. It's cool. an armband. Okay. Yep. And he's basically copying his in-game persona armband into real life. Um, that has actually been met across the board universally as a Nazi symbol. You're wearing a red armband with a black circle with a white center with a black insignia. And I'm saying if, you, looks, if you weren't aware of that, maybe you should, I don't know, go back to school or something like that. And you're you're it's okay to fucking give you shit about it because maybe you should be aware of the fact that that's what it is. Well, this guy said, and this is a quote, I didn't take any considerations because of my lack of World War II knowledge. I don't think I could ever take it off at this point. It's so ingrained into my character, my fursona. Oh, Christ. He, he, the rest of his fursona, I by mean, the way, is a black uniform with a red tie. <laughs> so this is... It's a fucking Nazi <laughs> uniform. <laughs> He's like, I don't get why people are so mad about the black black armband. I mean, you can barely see it when I see Gale. <laughs> <laughs> it's right up in the air. You can't even see the paw. And you can't even see my tiny black mustache on top of my black fur. That's the way my fur came in. Don't shame <laughs> don't, me for my birthright. Don't firm shame. For don't shame. For shame. For shame. No fur shaming. Yeah, um, I don't agree with the, his uh, side story about how this is a, uh, a, a Second Life type persona he's carrying into the real world. Uh, I don't did. agree with the fact that he says the armband has nothing to do with World War II when he also wears black uniform and a red tie. I think a and lot, I, and, way and, too coincidental. And I don't believe in your lack of World War II knowledge. First of all, you don't have to have World War II knowledge is knowing like where all the battles took place and even the chronology or something like that. Knowing that that's what fucking Nazis looked like is not World War II knowledge. That's just being a fucking person who's ever seen anything. I'm sorry, if you're if you're doing Second Life or whatever, you got characters. That means you're like attached to the internet, and you go on to like things, and you watch TV and stuff. At some point, you've seen a fucking Nazi. Well, um, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But good point. But 
searching YouTube for this user found various clips where he was found saying, I hate black people and I stand by Hitler. Well, no, he was talking about his friend Hitler. He didn't know Hitler meant, like, the Hitler. He didn't even know what Hitler meant because he doesn't have Hitler World War II. my Jewish friend down the street. <laughs> yeah, I stand by Hitler. He was he was robbed by black people, and I just started getting mad, and it was a bad thing to do to get mad at black people or whatever just because they robbed my Jewish friend Hitler Cohen. Yeah, he said he was trolling Nazis when he said those comments, but no one has been able to prove that he was just There are too trolling. many things adding up, and the other thing that I'm really pissed about, it like... It's one thing to be all right, but come on, like, if you're going to be a fucking racist or whatever, just fucking stand by it. Dub, like, get some fucking balls and be like, this is this is how I feel. Don't be like, no, I didn't. And then be like, like, underneath, be like, oh, we're this. And I'll, I'm making a stand. No, you're fucking being a little bitch-ass motherfucking well, furry you know, Nazi. You'd think if someone were able to ask him these serious questions, they would. And someone has. Oh. He's been interviewed. Okay. And in the interviewed, um, they were asked him, uh, does he hate black people? And his response, quote, there's two parts to that one. So, okay. Yeah, yes. It's, yes. Yes. It's literally yes. <laughs> when you say there's two parts to that one. No, there isn't. No, there's, there's a yes and a no. And you're saying yes. Those are the two parts. I'm going to continue the quote. There's two parts to that one. In my normal day life, not at all. Fine. Second part, quote, but in my personal sexual life, I don't like any race, which means I wouldn't sleep with a black man. Now my boyfriend is mixed black Asian. I sleep with him just fine. When I was young, I used to be anti-gay, so I change. It's because he's not a human to me when I look at him as a blue wolf. Do do we all, as listeners and and hosts, do we need a moment to unpack this? I'm so confused because that is a lot of unpacking because a lot of it is 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 like like race doesn't exist in a way. So yeah, when he's a furry, race doesn't exist. Well, because they have a uniform thing and they got a costume on. Of course, that doesn't exist. You're looking at a blue wolf. But he does say, "I wouldn't sleep with a black man," but. My boyfriend is a mix of black and Asian. He'll fuck. But, and then he goes on to say, I sleep with him. Yes. Just fine when he's in costume as Blue Wolf. So change everything about your appearance so I don't know you're a black person and I'm fine. I'm fine. Also, uh, yeah. No, there's a lot to unpack from that. So he would not sleep with a black guy. I'm confused. But he'll he'll sleep with a mixed race black dude. Just fine, but as a wolf. But the thing is, what I'm hearing too is if if a a black guy literally just put a costume on, he would probably sleep with that person too. But a normal black guy, he would never sleep with With no costume, no costume at all. If you, if I wonder if the black guy put on a costume of a black guy, if he would like. Just like that's it, like, like a, a black stereo- panther, like, like a literal a 40s black panther, or twenty stereotype of a black person. Like yeah. black person puts on the costume of a stereotype uh, but, of yeah. a black person. Uh, but yeah, and I'm just like, well, it's a costume, or I'm like, yeah. No, I'm he, he's very a, he's a massive mega douche, Ma- mega confused by the way, so. and super confused about sexuality because he will fuck any gender. He's he's bi from what I've been able to Fine, read great. through a lot of posts, yeah. and he doesn't time. care about what race as long as they're in a fursuit. But I, that's what's confusing me. I don't know if he it's good or bad. He just wants to fuck animals. I think <laughs> he's a good. very confused bestiality uh, aficionado. Oh, I like the aficionado. I like that. That's good. High roading it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're not a creep. You're an aficionado. Hey, I just like sucking on uh, uh, dog dicks, you know. But no, you're a monster. No, I'm gonna. I'm a dog dick aficionado. 
It's like smoking uh, cigars. So, um... Pink cigars. Okay, I mean, we can go down this rabbit hole a cigar a comes in my mouth further. And the cigar's like... Woo, woo. And the only reason I would say we can go down this rabbit hole a little further Please. is because other people besides this single person have also been down situations like this that are very similar, like where they're a furry and they very highly are Trump supporters or alt-right supporters. I mean, right. the two are not technically intertwined, but they, they're they definitely intertwined. I mean, they're, they're like there's one group that really came out in support of Trump. More of I, I think more of Steve Bannon, who is clearly alt right, like, and and a lot of the people that Trump supports are. So yes, and a lot of this comes out of 4chan, where you have like Pepe the Frog and other of these cartoon characters that are suddenly becoming cultural icons, much like uh, the the Sugar Smacks Frog or Captain Crunch, like. There's suddenly these icons yeah. that whether you like well, them or not, and whether they stand for something good or, or not. Pedo bear came Pedo from, bear yeah. is definitely Which one. Nobody would like know what that was if it wasn't for the fact that it became a pop culture like icon through fucking 4chan. Which yeah. then it spreads to the rest of it. 4chan gets everything weird first, and then it gets filtered out until it finally hits Reddit, and then then it gets filtered out for the rest of the internet. So Yeah, and the same thing is happening everywhere where there's suddenly this weird perception through cartoons and various forms of art right. where you're getting these mascots, if you will, that are now cheerleaders for what could be considered the rising Nazi Reich in America. And mm -hmm. it's gross and sad, and it is for the exact reason why Joe the Camel is no longer allowed to be the mascot for Camel Cigarettes. Right. You have an icon that appeals to kids. Furries appeal to kids. You, like, you can get a Pepe costume appeals and to kids. If you can dress up at, like, like as it for Halloween, then it could essentially appeal to kids. Because it's uh, like, oh, oh absolutely. okay, yeah. Like, it, like, it's a mascot. It literally is there to, like, sell to people on a really, like, low level. Exactly, and I'm actually going to skip past my next story for the uh, sake of time okay. because what I ended up doing was Googling alt-right a little further, and I did the timestamp. I, I decided I wanted very uh, uh, topical news stories, so I gave it a one-week limit, and guess what came up since this is the – we're recording the day after the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, Lady Gaga's performance at the Super Bowl. Uh, guess what, Jer? It's satanic. Exactly. Um, that was almost my main story. I'm glad I, I, I yep. didn't pick it, actually. The alt-right thinks Lady Gaga's Super Bowl 51 performance was a satanic it, it was a, ritual. It was Alex Jones, right? It was the, Alex Jones was yep, the who first. Was, who fucking Trump has retweeted as fact before. And this is somebody who said... Oh, well, I, I, as a disclaimer, I, I wasn't into what he had to say. Okay. I, I love his UFO... Propaganda he speak. like a monster. Like, he, he was all over the place. He's like, well, then she's going to come down and uh, you're going to have to bow down to her. And she's sitting over there with her yep. sea of drones. And they're going to look out. Sea of drones. <laughs> which was a, It was all over the place. It was it, like a hundred drones that did uh, an American flag using drone lights. Yeah, it's and funny. they flew in formation. It was actually beautiful. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're fine using drones to blow up fucking anybody. But like, like I, the I, second I, they're like sitting next to... A, a female who was rise like rising above them like oh with fire and smoke and stuff then all of a sudden it's fucking satanic first of all hail satan by the way i by the way i think i just came up with our april theme for our lost and found okay just now and you you I, I bet you would be because there's yep. no way you could guess it from what we just talked Good. about but, but we will talk about uh, it off air so we, we don't ruin will. the surprise but yeah. let's just keep talking about how we're going to talk about That's it right. off air yeah now, fuck the rest of it later on we're going to talk about this off air we're going <laughs> to yeah. have a lot of fun I I bet it's gonna be so great. Anyway, so Lady Gaga, Satan, uh, Alex Jones, etc. Yeah, he claimed that Lady Gaga does 
and this is a quote, does rituals. And I, I, I love that that's a thing because guess what? Christians do rituals. Catholics do rituals. Yeah. Muslims do rituals. Fuck, even atheists too. Guess what? Every morning, go grab a fucking uh, espresso latte. Yeah. And yep. then fucking give a middle suck finger a, to God and suck, suck a, a dick. dick. Yeah. Suck a dick, kill a baby, it's, fuck a baby. Everyone has rituals. Suck a... Uh, take that uh, the, the, the dick in a bag or dick in a bucket that we fucking got and... Uh, Fuck a Satan baby with it. Yeah, but he said uh, in this is quotes, organizers are deciding to defile America and break our will by having us bow down to this. And he he was then quoted saying, they say she's going to stand on top of the stadium, ruling over everyone with drones everywhere, surveilling everyone in a big swarm. Scott, nobody, by they, he means they... They they reported that she was going to have drones and going to be floating, and he said all of that shit. And the thing that's really scary is people read that and they're like, "He's saying it," and they just believe like, but there's Jer, no but accountability Jer, whatsoever. But Jer, he he says that they're just conditioning us to say, "I am the goddess of Satan." That that would be her, Gaga. Yeah, of course, yeah. And that she's ruling over them with the rise of robots in a ritual of lesser magic. Facts, please. <laughs> Please. Well, Lady Gaga was there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there, there, were, there drones. were drones, and so, there was fire. Though I'm gonna just assume the rest of it pans out. Yada yada yada. I got some shit to watch. Like regardless the of whether Super Bowl. Uh, anyone takes any credence in this or not, what I think was awesome was the uh, SpongeBob beam that's going around of him dressed the same as her from about ten years ago being dropped <laughs> into a stadium. Uh, I also like the Simpsons from the, four the fact, years yeah, ago doing them, the same drop down gag yep. of Lady Gaga. And, uh, oh, what was the last one? So far, you've been naming Satanist things, like SpongeBob Satan. Uh, Simpsons Satan. Yeah. I mean, sponges weren't Satanistic until women started using them as birth control. That's so, true. I mean, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's a fair point to Alex Jones. Yep. Let's give him that one. Ever say, yeah. Yep. If we don't throw him a bone once in a while, he'll start gnawing on his own leg to get to his own bones. God, that fucking idiot. The problem, like, people uh, like... Oh, I said before, I listened to Alex Jones for almost a year. And it was only because of his UFO conspiracies, because he got on, like, a year-long kick. And I really wanted to hear a right-winger talk about UFOs, because to me, that's a left-wing conspiracy thing. No, I, but, ne- but I never no, imagined it was a right-wing. It's, it's, it's just a conspiracy thing. He Like, it's a conspiracy... It he's a, the well, thing that's is what a, I learned, and I tuned but, him but, out but eventually. But it wasn't right. It's alt-right. Like, that's the thing. He's not right. He's anti-conservative values of, like, the standard general conservative, because they're too far These to the These UFOs left. keep coming down and giving, he's, he's giving also, universal health care to everyone and making mixed-race men our president. Isn't he also, <laughs> a, a, like, a lizard people person? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. So, anyway, uh, hey... So, hey. so, yeah, at that point, basically, I kind of ran into a slight dead end with the alt-right conspiracy theory, uh, um, we're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but what I did do through my single uh, alt-right Googling with my timestamp was I managed to kick my timestamp back to November of last year, where I found that a Washington, D.C. restaurant had to apologize to the entire world after hosting an alt-right dinner. What could go wrong in an alt-right dinner at a Washington, D.C. restaurant? Like, give me give me an example or two of what you think could go wrong at an alt-right dinner where the restaurant would apologize to the world. Actually, okay, now you're act- I'm, I'm actually not sure because an alt-right dinner, first of all, I think you just have to apologize for having one. But you should, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, first of okay. all, apologize for having it. 
but uh, but at the same time, at, at the sake of hating the apolo- like the uh, the apology culture that we live in, I don't think somebody should have to apologize for that unless something oh. fucking if crazy happens. If if you would like to keep guessing and think about this, I would and say ask, something. And ask for details. Say, like, I get pepper details. I would to you. say something uh, like uh, anti-Jewy or racist or something like that because DC, you're not far off. D- DC not is far DC off. is a multi- multicultural area. It's very predominantly well. I guess not the, the, the Pro- basic areas. had even heard about this. This is uh, this is where, uh, you know, there's going to be protested. a lot of uh, African-Americans in D.C. There's also a lot of, uh, well, it's, it's multicultural. I'm assuming, I don't know, man. They, they're so fucking crazy. I don't know what they did. Well, this was. They a, did something crazy. This was a last minute booking made feel like to this restaurant on a Friday afternoon. The reservation was made under a false name. That way they were not actually aware that this was a National Policy Institute meeting, okay. which is a very pretty name for an alt-right Well, meeting. it's like the word like nationalism essentially in exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what ended up happening was uh, the attendees came in, they ate their dinner, they did a bunch of speeches, and at the end of one speech, all did a seek hail salute to the speech giver. But they're not Nazis. We got to nope. call them alt-right. That's the thing that fucking... It's actually... We got to stop calling them alt-right because I feel Nazis. like... Nazis. Like, they're, they're like literally like they're just racist and Nazis. And we're doing them a favor by calling them alt-right. We're prettying it up for them so they're not considered extreme. And the thing is, though, we should literally call them neo-Nazi fucking racist pieces of shit. Instead of uh, alt-right, how about neo-Nazi racist pieces of shit? Well, that makes actually a lot of sense, and I couldn't figure out another crazy alt story that wasn't popular news. Obviously, our show is the stories that fall through the cracks. We're not going to cover Trump's uh, many, many, many executive orders. Um, We're not going to cover any of that. So what I ended up doing was I I went from alt-right, and I was on the restaurant bar scene already, so I just ended up typing in strange, weird bar, Mm -hmm. uh, alt-bar, etc., and the first thing I came across was a story from this past week about hipsters playing Russian roulette with tasers. Um, these are electronic pistols that have a six-shooter type mechanism, and on the uh, on the random sixth one, when you touch the barrel to you, it gives you a like quarter charge tase. I gotta say, I mean, I hate to say it, that I mean that sounds kind of interesting, personally. It, it actually did, and watching the video looked douchey because the people in the video were all douchebags, right? But I, I looked into it, and you and I even talked about this pre-show, and the more I dug, the more even fact-checkers who were digging into it were more on the fence of, is this real or is this not? Yeah. Because if you're a bar in San Francisco where they're claiming this is, wouldn't you have the bar's name said somewhere in the article? Yeah, right. And it was never mentioned. or yeah, in any it, of the f- it, it had a little, uh, a little stink of hoax on it. It did, and it ended up, as far as we can tell, it's a hoax because we looked into five other articles and we could not find a single fucking source that would name the bar yeah and not only and that but the no- other the other sources were similar were like they're tabloidy so occasionally they're real and occasionally not so we're like okay we can't say it's real or not because it's not been it, we don't know for sure but this uh, but apparently this got you into uh this got you down your google hole though it did and that's, it- that's what like, we have to just report on your google hole and not necessarily on whether or not that piece was true we have to let people know we don't know but this was a bridge this actually brought me to uh just typing in weird bars because if that wasn't the weirdest bar i'm gonna find i need to find the weirdest bar i'm going to find 
what I ended up finding was a list, and like most internet lists, I mean, some were hits, some were misses. I ended up watching about 30 to 40 minutes today of YouTube video of a jar, uh, jar, <laughs> just a jar. Just a jar. <laughs> it was yep. fascinating. You guys gotta follow jar on YouTube. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I don't know how, first of all, how they got that username. That's like, that had to be taken early. No, and I'm actually trying to find the exact uh, post online. This week it's a jar of pickles. No, actually, this is a uh, Kaya Bukaya Tavern. Um, this is in Japan. This place was uh, opened prior to 2008 and has got nationwide, worldwide coverage. If you go on yeah. YouTube, you can find this bar. Um, they have monkey waiters. And uh, I was a little hesitant to be like, how can a monkey carry a, a, a freshly poured martini? I feel like they're going to spill Cause it. Because they're fucking intelligent. What I ended up finding out is it is a uh, sake bar, and they will bring sake bottles to your table oh. when you order them. So they, they know they, the word, they they know the word still, sake. Yeah. And they, they can still like, like, lumber like around. Sake, and they will run to the cooler. Yeah. And what's also funny is when you first sit at the table, they bring you napkins like, like a waitress would, but they walk on all fours for the most part. So I watched one of the video reach into the fridge, grab a fresh chilled rolled napkin out of these rows in this brightly lit little fridge, grab it, unroll it like a fucking master, like a French chef like a French waiter, and then walk it all for drag it <laughs> on the ground the whole way to the table. That's and awesome. then throw it on the table. And I'm like, number one, it touched a monkey's hands. Number two, it touched a floor. Like but that, did you did you see the way that they unrolled it? Oh my God, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. But then they also did um, uh, stage shows. There's a This is like bodega size sake cafe. It's very small, like five tables. Yeah. But there's like a small stage in the corner and they... Uh, uh, they have monkeys get on stilts and stilt walk. They have them do uh, slapstick comedy where they slap each other and fall down. So we they even okay, put they, they, yeah, even we, they even turn the lights red and have one lay down and just stroke his diaper. So <laughs> okay, like so super so sexy. So like he touches his <laughs> nipple and just strokes his diaper. Great. So if you you can go get some sake and watch uh, monkeys uh, masturbate, mon monkeys humiliate themselves and psychologically and physically abuse themselves. And maybe you can get some that weird disease from your napkin. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then I can get monkey AIDS, which yeah. is just AIDS, I think. Yeah. The owner was actually asked whether he had trained his monkeys to uh, bring the alcohol and napkins to the table, and he said no. They were always with me while I had the sake bar, and they would observe what I did and learn. Well, the thing is, they're, they're really, they're intelligent. Like, yeah. they're, I mean, they're our cousins, for Christ's sake. No, so. they actually let all, anyone who comes in and drinks uh, can go into that booth where they did their show, and you can sit down in the booth, and they have a camera set up, and you get a picture. It's, gonna, it's getting dirtier than something. that. It's getting dirtier Hand than that. jobs for monkeys. Come on. I mean, you go into a booth with a monkey, and there's a camera, and you're just going to be like, yeah, give me a little, go, go, hug him, put my arm around him. No, you're fucking that monkey. You're getting, a, you're getting jerked off by a monkey, dude. Come to the sake. Stay for the monkey hand job. Yeah. Come after the monkey hand job. Have more sake. Dude. I'm coming on a chimp's face. That's all there is to it. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm, not, imagine, like, I'm not leaving until I come on this chimp's can face. Can your Japanese like police are pulling <laughs> you out? Just fucking drunk off sake, fucking vomit on my. I'm gonna foot. come on chim chim. And you know what? I'm gonna leave you the worst Yelp review ever. You guys didn't let me fuck a chimp. God damn you! I expected to come on a chimp's face. I almost feel like this week we should go out of like Chim Chim's badass revenge. Oh, please do, Fishbone. Yeah, Fuck yeah, let's fishbone. do that. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. 
right. I feel like that's that's fitting. Um, Let's do that. But before we uh, before we sign off here, because that actually winds down my Google hole. All right. Um, we're gonna switch over to we end on Facebook. fucking monkeys and coming on monkeys' faces. That's I don't think fine. we can top fucking monkeys and coming on monkeys' faces. I I literally think that is the cream on the monkey cake. <laughs> that is really the monkey cake is uh, creamed and frosted. Delicately. Um, what I think we're going to do now is we're going to get into our question of the week that we posted in our fan group on yes, Facebook. Correct. If you are a regular listener of the show on TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, PodBay, Podbean, or anywhere else podcasts are found, mm-hmm. um, you can go on Facebook and simply type in the Lost and Own Podcast. Uh, you'll see both our page, which you can join, and it gives you updates when new episodes are out or we're doing special activities. But you can also join our group where we have a lively discussion. Uh, we do a question of the week. We also post a uh, basically a an open forum where people can pick our commentary of the week which we then turn into a poll as we mentioned at the top of the show uh it's a good place just to talk to us to talk about the show and to be interactive with us um if you go there you can do something like our question of the week this past week which i put up and it was essentially i'm about to go there myself right now um my question of the week posted to all of our fans was since trump hates illegal aliens what fictional aliens would you ban from our country and why? Yeah, and I'll actually read uh you always you generally start out with an example to give people. I like to I like to fuel the fire. Like you throw the yeah. first log on well, to encourage other people. Like, people this is what too. we were sort of expecting. Obviously be open, but you said we need to keep out Jabba and all the other huts. We don't need their obesity crippling our healthcare system. That's for us to cripple for crying out loud. I mean, God, yeah. Uh yeah, and then from there, uh why don't you read a couple of the of the next few and we'll just kinda go back and forth. Yeah, we have uh, Mike Jolitz here. Um, he wrote Martians, and I wrote why, and he wrote they shoot everyone, and That's I wrote true. it's really annoying when they attack, That's and he true. was going for the Mars attacks Martians, yep. so good job. Uh, we also got uh, probably the Arquillians, because you never know when you might accidentally kill a member of the royal family, and then only one galactic standard uh, week, one Earth hour to meet their demands before they blow up Earth. Dicks. That's from Kyle Martell, and that was from Men in Black. That's that was right. the, the little teeny alien that rides inside the big person. No, that was a that was a good. Uh, That's a deep pull. Yeah, deep that was cut. good. Yeah. yeah. And then we have April Carr, who Got a couple uh, of them actually. Actually, do we do we say last names on this? Do we just say first names. I don't think it matters. I don't. Know. I mean, people will go to this site and see see who it, it anyway. So let's, yeah. yeah, April Carr. Here we go. She said Asians. Don't forget the Asians. And I wrote, "How can we now answer the <laughs> question?" <laughs> and she came back with whatever Neelix is from the I, shitty I was, Star I'm Trek that series. That was her answering the question. Was like, "We're gonna keep Asians out." You're like, "No, yeah. answer the question." Yeah. And then she came back with Neelix, whatever that shitty Star Trek series is. Uh, Trump should ban the fuck out of these guys. Worst alien ever. Well, I like it. You had a little meme thing of it's time to Neelix and chill. Yeah, I just found that a Google image search. I was very proud of my digging. That's good. Um, And then, uh, let's see, we have uh, Fear. Fear Inns or Fear Inns. Have we figured out what it is yet? Uh, No, no, never gonna. Don't care. Fear doesn't correct us because we say it both ways. Don't care. Gonna go forward. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, you know who I hate? E.T. Little some bitch comes down here, fucks everything up, all the resources to try and trap his ass. Police, scientists, it's not cheap. I know it seems counterproductive to bring him back to just banish him, but I, I feel like Donald Trump would want things made whole. Or we build a fourth field around our planet and make the Azo Azogians, Azogians, Azogians pay for it. Damn. He was I mean, fucking rip shit. No shit. We got a lot of deep cuts to this. I mean, Josh yeah. Shedeker's next, and he has Visions, a third gender. Not in my groping Fuhrer's watch. And I had to look it up. And Please I should, explain I, that, because I actually don't well, know I, that one. I quoted this in here because I had to look it up. I, I found, quote, Visions were distinguishable by crescent-shaped segmented ridges circling the eye at the temple. 
And this is from Star Trek, by the way. Okay. Uh, usually, for human standards, the Visians had three genders, male, female, and co-gender. The third gender, co-genders, made up only 3% of the population and were considered and treated inferior. So it was basically a really steep cut for Star Trek. Okay. Which is great for the Star Trek people. They'll love that. And uh, uh, we have, let's see... I'm glad, actually, you brought this one to the table. I brought this back yep. in because Kelly, my and wife, I'm, did not think Mac and Me was real. She kept thinking I was making this up to pick on her. No, no. Mac and Me was a... Oh, I played uh, was, with the trailer uh, funny. Mac and Me was, was a shitty ripoff of E.T. Made shortly by after, uh, uh, So it was a... Uh, whatever that thing from Mac and Me is, it should be killed with fire and then deported. That's true. And then Christopher Ball, luckily, for those knowing not everybody would know Mac and Me, dug up an awesome picture of the very poorly constructed alien from that shit movie. Which is fucking hilarious, by the way. We sh- that should be on the list. Anybody out there who wants one to put on the list for Patreon? Yeah, Mac fucking and me, make I w- us watch Mac that, and Me. We will I, tear I it guarantee, to pieces. I guarantee you that will make it to the top four to get voted on. Anyway. I, I, if I have to add it in and make my friends add it, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, we got more from April. We yeah, April Carr comes back with, I don't, I know it's not popular, but also Twi'leks. They make me really uncomfortable. And yes, I know Ahsoka is a Twi'lek, but Big, Big, uh, Bib Fortuna is a bad ombre, which means we need to deport them all. And I had to correct her and said, Ahsoka isn't a Twi'lek, she's a Togruta. And she goes, touche, you know what? Fuck it. Deport them, too. All these aliens with the weird shit in their heads are all the same. <laughs> they need to go back to where they came from and stop taking our jobs. And I replied, yeah. noted. I, I like the fact that, like, I mean, the, the, you're pointing out, that, like, that is such a great racist statement because she's like, you know what? They all look the same to me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just get rid of them. They look different. So that actually is a great, like, way that fucking Trump would go through this. Uh, we've got Lacey Northrup. Literally just says alien nation. <laughs> you know what? Yes, I agree. And then she with you. wrote a fa- she posted a family photo and said, "Not, <laughs> Not welcome, welcome here." <laughs> and it's this beautiful family of fucking alien nation creeps with their fucking weird, uh, uh, like I don't know. It's like their head comes from the sea, like coral yeah. fucking heads or whatever. Coral, um, coral, coral, coral heads. Get your head out of my person. It's um, wrong. Right. I also have a Robin Schneibel who says Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi. We don't need any more orange assholes hijacking our news feeds. Nice. I love it. It's just like a fucking asshole. Yep. Yep. Robin's I had to write nice good. on that one. Then we have uh, Jason North at Boov. Um, you know what, Jason? You watch too many kids movies. The Boover from, ho- uh, what is that? Home, home, homeward bound, home, homeland. Uh, Fuck. Homeland's not a kid's it's that, it's thing. That, it's that DreamWorks movie about the purple aliens who land on Earth and want to go home. I don't know. It's it's E.T. for parents of new kids. Well, hey, he was just bringing some... Uh, some, uh, some Jason, you know, Jason, Jason, you need to bring your game next week to our question of the week a little harder. I'm angry. I think he was just giving us something different, or I'm going to stick up for Jason on this one. I know he's usually fucking right on point here. Uh, all right, Crystal Valerie, uh, we know he let Tribbles in because he has one on his head. He probably would have kept uh, Mork out because of his rainbow suspenders. Obviously a gay pride thing. Damn, those are deep cuts. I like those both are good. of those. Got Tribbles in there, bing, bang. We're going to let them in, but we're going to keep Mork out because of those little uh, queer old suspenders. And lastly, we hear from Lacey. <laughs> Hiccup. Yeah. One of the Northrop's, again. Once again, the Northrop's are coming hard to this one. She wrote Balky. Do we really know he's from Meepos? And well, Meepos yeah, sounds Meepos like, could be a planet. And Meepos is not like a real place. It was a fucking made up thing, right? For the for the perfect stranger. It so was honestly, a completely made yeah, up thing. So honestly, why couldn't that? And the way he talked, it's an indistinguishable fucking accent. I say keep Balky out. I love Balky. Love him to death. He actually was a big inspiration on, uh, or actually Perfect Strangers and 
Alf and uh, uh, Family Matters and all that was a big inspiration on our uh, latest Lost and Found, Meet the Northrups, which is on Patreon.com slash Lost at Home Podcast. And if all you really want to do, yeah, actually, right. you're right. 100% right for someone bullshitting their way through that little rigmarole. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to uh, sign up for not our lowest tier, which is a dollar, but our $3 tier, you get our new show, Lost and Found. That is yep. literally you about, do what, that. 80 cents a week? I mean, I draw, not even. Not I, even. I throw that much at the homeless out of spite, just to like hurt them and then pick it back up and put it back in my I pocket. Because I, 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 I want the taste of their bruises on honestly, my coins. Honestly, if if they're not crying while they're picking up that change, I throw more. Yeah, it's harder. We're, we're richer than them. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. So head on over to Patreon. Uh, and honestly, we're we're side eyeing a few of you because there's content there that we know you want. So make sure you go over three bucks, just three bucks. You know what it pays for? our show, hard drives for our show, and we actually would like to uh, expand a little bit and get more listeners and get a little more content out there to the world. Um, The new show is actually requiring a little extra time in our parts and a few extra people that are coming in. Uh, We'd actually like to be able to maybe pay a few people to come in who might not regularly do it on their own. I I agree. We have a a few uh, pocket ideas. We're putting this this money back into the show. It's not like we're making like bank or anything like that. We're not drinking silly drinks with gold flecks in them. I mean, that's just Goldschlager, but still, I mean, we're not rich. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not drinking $30 bottles of liqueur. But regardless, like, we, we, we literally are is. putting it all back into the show, and what it's going to do is it's going to get better content for you. In fact, the more we can make on Patreon, the better Lost and Founds are going to get. Absolutely. We're going to have more people do this, and we're going to be able to compensate them for their time. And the more we can compensate them for, the better the time's going to be with the better the people that they are, because better people require more money. <laughs> Shut up. This is Bim Bim's uh, Bim Scallop. Whatever, whatever. It's uh, the <laughs> fishbone. Let's hear some fishbone. Bye. Get lost. And. Uh...